0: Hello everyone and welcome to Job Speakers. Some of you I know and some of you I hope to know one day as we extend our reach uh, for the podcast. I'm excited to announce we have listeners in Europe and in the US and we're starting to to gain some momentum, so thanks for that. Before we start the episode, if you have someone you think would be an amazing guest, uh, please drop me a line or if there's a job you want me to explore or find someone who's done it or is doing it, uh, I can do that too. Just send me an email at robsjobspeakers at gmail.com and I promise I'll get back to you and do my best. With that said, let's jump into the episode. Meredith, I'm really excited to see you. Uh, welcome to Job Speakers.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. So, so that everyone knows, I'm not just interviewing any old guest, I'm interviewing my sister, which is infinitely fun and interesting to me. I don't know how she feels about it, but I guilted her into appearing because I think she'll make, make a great guest. So with that being said, uh, Meredith, what what is your job? What do you do for a living?
1: I'm a registered nurse.
0: Okay, and how long have you been a nurse?
1: I've been a nurse for 15 years.
0: And? Before we get into that a little bit more, what is the difference between just a normal nurse and a registered nurse?
1: Basically more schooling. So a registered nurse, you can be an associate's prepared nurse or a bachelor's prepared nurse, and the years of schooling is what makes the difference. So um, there's also a licensed practical nurse, which is also less schooling, than um, a registered nurse. So that's what makes the difference.
0: Are you allowed as a registered nurse to do things to or with your patients that you wouldn't be able to if you didn't have that education?
1: Yes, a registered nurse allows you to assess the patient um, and evaluate and choose your nursing diagnoses. And based on your nursing diagnoses, basically develop your plan of care for your patients. So that's the difference between a registered nurse and a licensed practical nurse. A licensed practical nurse doesn't have the, um, assessment skills and doesn't, um, evaluate the patient and, and generate a plan of care for the patient based on the nursing diagnosis.
0: Have you always wanted to be a nurse? Like what did you want to do when you were just about three and a half feet tall? when you were a little, a little girl?
1: When I was a little girl, I remember taking my doctor's kit out all the time and always um, taking care of my grandmother and fixing all her boo-boos. And when I was little, I thought I wanted to be a physician, a doctor, a pediatrician actually, but then things changed. And then I thought when I went into nursing that I wanted to be a pediatric nurse but I realized during my nursing rotations that I like healthy kids and not sick kids. So that wasn't the way to go either.
0: What jobs did you have before you got into the health profession?
1: Oh, I flipped pizzas at Domino's. That was my first job.
0: Okay, what else?
1: um, (laughs) I was a lifeguard and a swim instructor.
0: And I know, I mean, the audience yeah. won't know this, but uh, now you have a, three kids who, who live in the water. So I think that's probably the connection, right? That is the connection. That yes. is the connection. Okay. So you, you had a few kind of random jobs, but then you kind of just started towards being a nurse or going into nursing. Sounds like you, your journey was sort of in one direction, right? Kind of straight to where you are today? It was
1: something in the healthcare field. I wanted to take care of people. And um, when I met my husband, his mother was a nurse and his sister was a nurse and her husband was a nurse. And um, talking to them, it seemed like the most natural way to go since I knew I didn't want to pursue a medical degree.
0: When you look back on your nursing career, what is the one thing you would say you're most proud of?
1: I guess I would say, I think I'm most proud of um, going back to school for my master's degree in education and being able to share my knowledge with others and teach new nurses the trade.
0: When you taught the nurses, did they do feedback forms on how good their teacher was?
1: They most certainly did.
0: And how did you do?
1: Fabulous. Of course.
0: Okay, good. Five out of five every time? six out of five six out of five there we I'm go kidding, i'm kidding
1: Eight. yes
0: That's, good okay so you got good reviews on that
1: yes
0: and i know because of course we talk that not only is that something that you're proud of but i know twice you've gotten nurse of the year is that true did i get that right
1: just one time you can only be nurse of the year once okay um, Organization. And I actually, I did receive nurse of the year in 2018. Okay. And what does that was pretty special then because they only chose one nurse out of the whole organization to be nurse of the year. And in this year in 2020, they changed it up a bit and they have um, nurse of the year for all the different specialties.
0: Tell our listeners where you work. I don't think you mentioned that.
1: I work at Naples Community Hospital in Naples, Florida. It's a small community-based hospital, about 750 beds overall, uh, over two campuses.
0: Here's a question. When it comes to being an amazing nurse, how much of that has to do with your knowledge and skills and how much of it has to do with your bedside manner?
1: I'd say, you have to have your knowledge and skills. 60% knowledge and skills, and 40% bedside manner.
0: Let's talk about bedside manner. What do you find works really well? Because I'm guessing you get all types, friendly people, grumpy people, mean people, and everything in between. So what do you do to make sure- The best thing to do
1: is always to be kind and smile, no matter how your patient is treating you, because you have to keep it in the back of your head that they're at their worst. You're seeing them at their worst. They're frustrated and sick, and sometimes they don't treat you well, but you try to give them the benefit of the doubt, and the best way to treat them is with smiles and compassion.
0: Have you ever made such an impression on a patient that that patient stays in touch with you to this day?
1: A long time ago, I made an impression on a patient, and we did stay in touch during my first few years of nursing school, but then the patient passed away. And then I stayed in touch with his wife for a year or two. But since then, no, we don't really stay in touch too much with our patients. But we do have patients that are frequent and um, come back often. And they remember us and are happy with our care.
0: Have you ever saved a patient's life?
1: I'd say our team has saved a patient's life multiple times. It's not just one person. It takes a whole team. So as a team, yes we have.
0: Is there a story there? Is there one story there that you think about when you think about that question?
1: Recently, we had a patient, actually, we had patient zero for COVID-19. So it was the first or second day I got back um, from vacation in March. And we had a patient that was diagnosed with the coronavirus. And they were extremely scared they really deteriorated and went downhill fast, like in a matter of 30 minutes. We didn't save their lives, save their life per se, but we um, were observant of the clinical deterioration and we moved the patient into the ICU um, very quickly so they could get the treatment they needed there. And then ultimately the patient actually was discharged from the hospital, um, two months after that.
0: Every, every job, right? There are good days and bad days. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's understand for you, what is a really good day? Like what makes your day good when you're driving home from, from your shift?
1: Oh, a really good day is when the whole team works well together to take care of everybody. And Basically, the day goes pretty smoothly. There aren't any codes or swats or, you know, that we actually get to talk with our patients and spend some time with them. That makes it a really good day.
0: Okay, and what makes you have a headache when when you're done your shift?
1: Mm, when the machine doesn't work correctly. When So if there's... what What makes me... The most upset is when the staff, if they um, aren't working well as a team, they are not getting along for some reason, there's tension on the floor. That's what makes it a bad day because it's always, it's already stressful enough when you're taking care of very, very sick patients, especially during this time now during the coronavirus because the patients that we see in the hospital are higher acuity because most patients don't wanna to come to the hospital. Right now, so they're only they're only being admitted if they have to. Yeah, a stressful day is when the team isn't working well together. Or if we if we had a code and a death, that would be a really bad day as well. But that doesn't happen that often.
0: How many hours a week do you work?
1: Mm, I'm supposed to work three twelve, so thirty-six. But I'd probably say it's about more like forty or forty-two depending on the week and the staff and getting out on time.
0: Is, is that pretty typical to have three quite long shifts during the week, as opposed to a standard sort of eight to four, eight to five, nine to five a day type thing?
1: Bedside nurses at the hospital, at NCH where I work Naples community hospital work 12 hour shifts. So three 12 hour shifts. That's the standard.
0: Okay. Now we're going to do something that I call the true or false fun round. So I'm going to make a number of statements and you just say true or false. you ready. Ready. Okay. If I were your patient, your brother, me, you would give me VIP treatment because I'm your brother. False. Hospitals are full of the same kind of romance. All of the, hospital TV shows have?
1: <laughs> I hope it's false.
0: <laughs> you don't know?
1: I don't know, so that's good. It's probably false.
0: <laughs> it's probably false. Okay. True or false? Okay. Nurses do all the work, but doctors get all of the credit. True. <laughs> all right. True or false? A vagal reaction means to faint true true or false older people sometimes have a vagal reaction when they push too hard when they're pooping
1: true yes
0: now I know the listeners can't see you shake your head in utter embarrassment that your brother would ask it but as someone who has fainted a number of times I just find that infinitely interesting you
1: at the sight of blood.
0: <laughs> no, I, I don't. It doesn't even take that. A cortisone shot and head first down in the counter. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wimp when it comes to that. When you look back at your journey to get to where you are today in your career, do you have any regrets?
1: No, I don't have any regrets because I have a great career that's well balanced with my family, which is most important to me.
0: When you look forward, because last I checked, you're still 10 years younger than I am, what are, what are your career goals?
1: You know, lately I have been thinking about perhaps going back to school for my doctorate in nursing so I can teach online when I'm ready to leave, um, leave the hospital.
0: If someone is listening to this podcast and thinking about pursuing a career in nursing, What does he or she need to know?
1: They need to be a compassionate person. They need to be customer service oriented. And they need to know that it's not really a job that you clock in and clock out. It entails, nursing evolves continually. So there's always new knowledge, always new evidence-based practices. And you have to be open-minded, and you have to be a lifelong learner.
0: When you when you think about brand-new nurses, what are some of the sort of freshman mistakes they, they make?
1: Sometimes they're not confident. They don't want to call the doctor to clarify an order. Sometimes they're not very thorough. Not because they... Not because they are lazy but because they don't know what they don't know um and what else i'd say the new millennials coming in some of them don't like to work hard and when you work when you're a nurse at a hospital uh, in an acute care environment you're working hard from the minute you Clock in to the minute you clock out. There's not a lot of downtime.
0: When's the last time you tried to put an intravenous needle into someone and it took more than one attempt? Wait before you answer, does your expression mean that's just an insulting question to begin with? No, but
1: the last time I worked, the last shift I worked, I actually had two attempts on one patient, on one guy, and I've been having a streak. I count my streaks, and I was doing really well. There's one stick, one stick, one stick, one stick, because they call me to help because I'm the charge nurse, so I'm the resource, and I'm I'm actually fairly competent. I'm pretty good at IVs. I can just get right in there, and um, we have this one patient and. Gosh, he was just whining and his IV hurt and he wanted it out and he wanted it moved to a different location. So I said, okay, I said, I can do it for you. I'll take it out, it won't hurt anymore. We'll put it in another location. I'll do it really quick, it'll be perfect. He's like, okay, sure, sure, I'm Like, sure? Yes, yes, it's gonna be okay. But his skin was so tough, 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 tough. And as soon as I inserted the needle, the first time, he, like, started crying. Ah! And he scared, and scared me a little bit. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? And I'm like, the, the vein's right here. It's fine. And he's like, "Ah, it hurts. So I pulled it out. And then we he calmed down a little bit. And I went for a different location. And everything was fine.
0: One of the things that occurs to me about your job, unlike mine, let's say, is I can... Maybe make a mistake in a report I write or leave something out after running a a meeting. Whereas you really don't have that luxury. If you administer medicine incorrectly or do anything really that, you know, has any potential or to do harm to someone, that can be really catastrophic. How do you stay on your game day in, day out and make sure that, you know, your performance is basically kind of peaking at all times?
1: Well, first you have to have the knowledge and then you have to know the policies and procedures of the hospital. And If you know the policies and procedures like the back of your hand, then you pretty much can follow it to a T and you won't make a mistake. Of course, everyone makes mistakes at one time or another, and sometimes there are critical or costly mistakes made in the workplace, and when that happens, it's more, as long as it's not catastrophic to the patient, it's more of a teaching moment, and you learn from it. So yes, you just have to be very conscious and thorough. Like For medications, there's many safety checks, Um, there's technoclops. The technological safety checks where you have to actually scan an armband and you have to scan a medication and it has to match up. And then you have to go through patient identifiers where you ask them their name and their birthday. So there's all these safety checks in place and you have to To avoid making mistakes, you have to go down the list of all the safety checks for for whatever get Whatever it is you are administering, or or whatever you're doing with the patient, um, and then afterwards you have to document it meticulously. Basically, it's just a lot of experience, and um, you just have to you just have to critically think at all times and and um, follow the policies and procedures, and you'll be okay.
0: Have nursing uniforms changed much since you started? as a nurse
1: well in the last 15 years i would say yes meaning when i first when i graduated nursing we actually wore the little white cap on our head for the graduation picture but we weren't wearing it in the hospital but you had to you could wear any type of scrubs you wanted um but most people wore white scrubs now um yes, now all the nurses are color coded and everyone has to wear royal blue scrubs. So back in the day, it was white and then it kind of transformed to you could basically wear what you wanted as long as it was a solid color professional scrub and now it's all royal
0: blue scrubs. Would you like for either of your two daughters or your son to one day become a nurse or perhaps a doctor?
1: Well, would I like them to? I think that if they did decide to go into nursing or into the medical field, that they I would want them to only do it if they truly wanted to take care of people and they felt that they would receive um, great reward in just taking care of people and being compassionate because that is um, the most important in healthcare today. I think you really need to uh, feel that way and genuinely wanna take care of people because it is not a career that you, have, that you would wanna think of, um, like you're in it just for a good paycheck or even just for the safety net of having a job because it is transformed into so much customer service Yes, I've, if they truly wanted to take care of people, yes, I would definitely support them. Although I know two of them, <laughs> I don't think, feel that way. Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure about the third yet.
0: Yeah, he has a little time.
1: He has, he has a little time. time.
0: If you're asked to provide career advice for the entire world to hear based on all of your years working, really from the first day you started till now. What would that advice be?
1: I think people should go into a career that they feel in their heart is, is the right one for them. And it's not, not necessarily something that they might know it's right for them right then and there, they might kind of grow into it. Um, you know, go, go with your heart. And do something that you know you're good at because it's about life, life and your career is about the ride. So you need to be happy in your career going to work every day of your life, not, not, um, not upset with the choices that you've made.
0: Okay, sis, thank you. I know I made you do this, but I loved it. You did great. And I can't wait to to put this out uh, to the world. So thank you. And I love you. Love
1: you too. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, Before I close, I just want to say a few comments uh, for those who maybe have lost their jobs as a result of the pandemic and let you know that my heart goes out to you. I can't imagine having a job one day and then not the next due to something completely out of your control. So hang in there. Better times are ahead. And if for any reason, uh, your downtime allows you to think about or pursue a new or different career, and maybe one of these podcasts helped just that little bit, uh, that would mean the world to me. So again, uh, I'm thinking about you. Hang in there. With that said, be good, be well, take care and talk soon. Bye now.